Today, I'm going to take you through six things that confident people just don't do. And that's what sets them apart from everyone else. And if you continue to do these things, it's going to hurt your ability to achieve your goals and dreams because it's ultimately going to hurt your self-confidence. So stick around so you can learn the behaviors that you definitely should avoid if you want to become more confident in work and life. Hi, my name is Eric Partaker, and I've been recognized as the CEO of the year, and I'm also the author of two best-selling books, including The Three Alarms. Now, you might be thinking, does this really apply to me? Because I already feel like I'm a quite confident person, but I guarantee you that you're doing at least one of these things. Now, the first thing that confident people avoid doing is getting ultra-defensive when challenged. A confident person looks at feedback as an opportunity to grow. In fact, a confident person seeks constructive feedback. A confident person wants to constantly know how to improve. I'll give you two powerful questions that can actually help encourage this mindset and this state and this way of thinking within yourself. When you've completed a piece of work, bring it to one of your peers or to one of the people that reports into you or to a friend or to a colleague and just ask them this simple question. How would you improve upon this? And then another powerful question that you can ask those around you is, what can I do to improve? So the first is relating to a specific piece of work that you've just completed, whereas the second deals with you as a person. So get into the habit of actually soliciting feedback using those two simple questions. How would you improve upon this for a thing, for example? Or just asking the more general question, how can I improve? The second behavior that confident people avoid is trying to please everyone. Confident people recognize that they can't be all things to all people. And as a result, they don't spread themselves too thin. If you are spreading yourself too thin, then you won't be able to actually deliver your best to all the people and the situations that you're encountering in the course of your day. So you need to step back and ask yourself, what are the relationships, what are the situations, what are the activities that are giving me energy, that are helping boost my confidence? And then equally, what are the situations, people, activities, or things that are draining you of your energy and your confidence? You can't be all things to all people, but you can please those that also give you some kind of reciprocation and also help you play to a bigger game and play to a more confident version of you. The third behavior that confident people don't engage in is the need of seeking constant approval and recognition. So rather than seek constantly the approval of others, ask yourself, do I approve of myself on the basis of am I being 1% just a little bit better today than I was yesterday? Now, this isn't to say that it's not nice to get you know, approval and recognition from others. I'm not saying that at all. Of course, you know, that's a good feeling and it's, it's nice to have but when we're constantly seeking it, or when we don't get it, when we feel super bad about ourselves, that's a red flag behavior. That's where you need to watch out because you're gonna get onto this hamster wheel of seeking constant validation and recognition. And when it doesn't come, because inevitably it won't, it's gonna destroy your confidence. So don't start there to begin with. And instead, be competitive with yourself. Seek recognition and approval from within. Am I being a better version of myself today than I was yesterday? Another behavior that confident people avoid is playing the blame game. Rather than taking on a victim mentality or seeking to externalize things not going to plan, confident people ask themselves, how may I have contributed to this? How may I have caused this? What did I do or 
didn't do that could have led to this situation. They're taking way more ownership in their life for the results, for the things that they achieve, for the things that they don't achieve, rather than constantly looking for external reasons. And instead, they're constantly looking internally. How can I do better? What could I do? What could I have done differently such that by doing it, I may not have even ended up in this situation? So ask yourself, do you tend to externalize when things don't go to plan? Or do you tend to internalize and ask yourself to think through what could I be doing better or differently or perhaps more consistently to achieve the results that I seek? The next behavior that confident people don't engage in is being fearful of mental or physical challenges. In fact, confident people run towards discomfort. They embrace challenge. They embrace hardship. They know that their full potential lies just outside their comfort zones. That if they stay where it's comfortable, if they just stay there the whole time, that they won't grow and develop. Just like if you went into the gym and didn't really work out properly, you're not gonna grow and develop, right? If you wanna train yourself to, to run a marathon, you're not gonna get there by just you know, walking a few steps each day. You need to stress your body. You need to get into that habit of running further and further and further, more challenge applied to the body day after day after day so that you can be in a position to suddenly fully challenge yourself and run and complete that race. And it's the same thing with just about any challenge, task, or adversity in life. You have to ask yourself, do I tend to run towards that or step away? because your path to growth lies stepping outside of your comfort zone, not remaining within. And last but not least, a behavior that confident people don't engage in is that they don't give up too easily. And I wanna tell you a story here. We're gonna go back to the 1992 Olympics. And an athlete by the name of Derek Redmond was competing in one of the sprints. And short, shortly into the sprint, suddenly after all these years of training, after all these hopes to win a medal, and he was actually favored to win a medal in these Olympic Games, shortly into the race, Derek tears his hamstring. And he drops to the ground and he, he, he can't even move. They, they come running out onto the track with a stretcher to take him off, but he doesn't give up. Instead, he grabs the back of his leg, he stands back up, and he, he starts to hobble. He wants to finish the race. He doesn't want to give up. And he's in tears because of the pain. And then Derek's father, Jim Redman, comes running out of the stands and, and, and walks alongside his son. And uh, Derek puts his arm around his, his father's shoulder, and together they complete the race, Derek in tears and in pain. And he finishes the race last, of course, because he had torn his hamstring, but to a standing ovation in the entire stadium. Now, when one door closes, another opens, and confident people realize this too. Because while Derek didn't achieve his dream of an Olympic medal, so many doors opened for Derek after that. He went on to become a professional basketball player. He went on to own a motorcycle racing team. He went on to compete on television in various sporting events. And he even became an icon for a series of Nike commercials, all about courage and not giving up in the face of set setbacks, disappointments, and hardship. So confident people, they do not give up easily. They persist because as they say, if you shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll still land amongst the stars. And I'd love to hear from you. So don't forget to leave a comment and a rating as well. And if you'd like to get a copy of my new book, The Three Alarms, please head over to my website at ericpartaker.com. That's E-R-I-C, Eric, 
www.thetheatricalpartaker.com where you can pick up a free digital copy of my new best-selling book, The Three Alarms.